Relax and get loose while I put you up on game. The figure booth with Josh and Nate. This that podcast folk. Those in the know. Batman vs. Iron Man. How would it go? We talking one of a kind. Collectibles. Mezco toys are respectable. It's unacceptable. If it's not in the packaging, Nate don't take pics if you ain't rapping it. Nate's dirty tricks are always happening. But damn it, man. Don't you be stressing round here, we believe in plastic confessions We trying to figure out the figures that's gonna stand the test of time That G.I. Joe handmade hit me in the spine There's perfection in the way that these toys are made But I also wanna know, do I pick Wade or Slade? So this is where I come to kick it with the guys The figure booth, like, comment, and subscribe Welcome back. Come on, come all. Grab a seat, pull up a chair. You've made it to another episode of The Figure Booth. I am your host, Josh, a.k.a. Prime to the First. Hey, guys, this is Nate, a.k.a. FigurePan underscore Nate. And you have reached episode 15, which we are calling The Flow. I like that new intro. It's, it feels like, like I just entered the circus. Uh, yeah, it was off the cuff type of like, you know what? We're going to been watching a lot of late night shows. Let's, let's give it a late night fill in. Start calling Prime the greatest showman. <laughs> I was like, hey, where's my script that I wrote? Oh, that's right. I didn't write anything. I'm going to go with whatever feels right. Off the cuff. You did it well. Off the cuff. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I like that. That's How you been? Flow state. I've been good, man. It's been, a, it's been another week. Uh, it's, it's starting to settle for me because um, just trying to get everything into its place, you know, trying to get everything organized. So I was kind of pumped and I think it got my wheel spinning once you told me kind of what we were going to be talking about, what we're going to be tackling. And at first I was like, okay, the flow, like, what does that mean? Where's he going with this? Um, but man, it, it's a really, it's a really awesome concept. Yeah. And I'm glad to see that things are getting back to me before we go crazy to the topic. Josh yeah, sent yeah. me a picture of his workbench, which I have not seen in months. Yeah. You always are usually DMing me and like, hey, this is what I got on the workbench. And it's some new arcade, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Or you're, you're showing me like, you know, you got rows and rows and rows. I'm like, dude, I don't know how you keep up with all that. But mm. I finally got a new one from you in your new yeah. workspace. Show me the arcades. I'm like, damn, he's back at it. Finally, Prime is back Man, in action. I, it's like riding a bike, a rusty, covered <laughs> in dust. It was behind a wall of boxes and the, boxes are being reduced i'm crushing like now i'm gaining enjoyment okay so here's here's the crazy part i'm gaining enjoyment of crushing these boxes right i'm taking all the stuff out i'm finding more and more uh figures that i have in box but then i came to this aha moment where i was like i'm not gonna sell this figure next week i'm not gonna sell this figure in a month i'm probably not gonna sell this figure in a year so if i'm not gonna sell this figure in a for for a good year why am i hanging on to the box like if I sell this in a longer term, then if I'm hanging on to this figure for more than a year and I'm going to sell it, like, let's say in two years, three years, most likely I'm probably like, what are the chances that the person is going to want the box from a three-year-old figure, four-year-old figure? Um, so at that point, I was like, um, I'm not going anywhere. This is like, you know, I'm going to be here for a good. I'm not going to, I'm definitely not moving for another good 10, 15 years. And if I do move, I'm just going to buy another place and be like, let's just, I'm keeping this one. My stuff's staying here. I'm going to fill up my new place with new stuff, right? So I started crushing boxes. And the first set of boxes I started crushing was all these Mafex boxes. I crushed them all. And it kind of hurt me at first, but I crushed. But I was like, it's Mafex. It's the back, the Dark Knight, Batman, the Triumph one. I'm like, that figure is so awesome. For sure, I wouldn't sell it. Like, would you sell your, your Triumph Batman? No. Yeah, there you go. See? So you're not going to sell I, it. So why do you want I, the box, though? I would still have a hard time getting rid of the box. Why? <laughs> I applied gonna, your bravery. Are you going to play with the box? I, no, it's just, I, I don't know. Do do? I guess What's, I'm like the OCD is, about that. Yeah, I know. No, I, I cried a little bit inside. I was like, ouch. It's like, I was like taking off a Band-Aid. But I was like, no, just do it. I crushed the box, right? So it was taking up this huge box. Like it was boxes with boxes, but all the boxes were empty. And I'm like, oh, like I'm, I'm doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I'm going to drive myself crazy. That's insanity. Definition. Definition of insanity yeah. Right there. According to Einstein, right? Right. So I'm like, I'm driving myself crazy. Let me smash all these. Let me just get rid. I know the Mayfix figures. I'm not going to sell them. Let me get rid of them. I got rid of all the Mayfix figures. And lo- 
behold, long behold to me, that big old box that was carrying all these empty boxes, it ended up only now housing like a couple of my Mesco tins. Obviously, I'm not going to get rid of those, but I'm like, oh, look, now I have two Mesco tins. I can just display them. Boom. I'm getting like it's I'm getting to a clearer state of mind where I think like once everything starts finding its place, I get I get to find myself back into like the rhythm of things. And it helps with my flow. <gasps> Full circle. Full circle. I like that. <laughs> so you did get rid of some tins? I, no, no, no. I didn't get rid of any tins. Tins, Don't be putting like, words in my mouth, okay? Ooh, hey. Dang. No, the tins is where I take That's my premium. I, I take my lunch, even though I work from home. I pack my lunch in my tins. <laughs> I bust out my Mesco tin at the dinner the, table. And the, I'm like, the PX tin? <laughs> yeah, the PX tin. <laughs> big old, my big old sandwich. My <laughs> I fill it up with chips. I just walk around the house like I'm important. So somebody no, works no. gonna get really disappointed. Dude, there's a freaking Mesco in here. Yeah. Oh, and then they take in, they're like, oh, it's just full of Ritz crackers. <laughs> so you have for lunch? <laughs> yeah. Ritz crackers. Uh, I watched the Seinfeld episode, so sorry. <laughs> but I did it's get rid of cut. some. Yeah, I did get rid of some. If you know what episode, you get a thousand points. But Ooh. if you, if I did get rid of two Mesco boxes that weren't the tins, one of them was Popeye and the other one was the Halloween, which... The Michael Myers, I'm like, if I sell them, I'll sell them loose. Um, and it's so funny. The person that kind of pushed me to the edge was DGDX, right? We were talking and he's like, I don't have any of my boxes. He's like, what are you going to have the boxes for? And we were like chatting, going back and forth. And I was like, you know what? I think he has a point. Why am I hanging on to the boxes? So, yeah, I think you just have to make that first step. You yeah, know, well, I, have I, was on, I was on the edge and DGDX came up and just kind of pushed, give me that gentle nudge. And I was like, yeah, and it felt good. I did cry a little bit. But <laughs> I felt good seeing that space, the, the space that wasn't taken up. Now, I've only crushed two Mesco boxes. I haven't crushed anymore because like, I started hyperventilating and it's <laughs> it's a whole your episode. Wife's like, your wife's like, are you okay? I don't know. I just crushed a Mesco. No, my wife's like ashamed. She just, she's I like, oh, my God. A little odd. She's yeah. like, are you sweating? Are you, are you sweating right now? Is that a tear down your face? I'm like, don't look at me right now. <laughs> You don't even get that emotional for your wedding anniversary. No. She's like, go back to your church bell tower, Quasi. <laughs> Calling you a, a hunchback now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. You had sent me the the shelves and you, you know, you said, Man, I got a lot of Mezco boxes. And I'm thinking about crushing. I'm like, what? Yeah. That threw me off. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. You're like, are you crazy? Out of all boxes to crush, don't crush your Mezcos. Yeah. But I guess if it's one that you know you're not gonna get rid of, like my yeah. The PX Sovereign Knight, never going to get rid of that. Figure. Right, right. I just love it too much. Yeah. So I could see letting that one go. Oh, oh yeah. it's PX, so it's a 10. So maybe that's a bad example. But I understand that what you Superman. Mean. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, like my, the, the newer shoebox ones from Rumble. Those just seem like yeah. very cheap. You know? Yeah, those like yeah, those I can get e easily get rid of. But the Rumble Society boxes, those are so nice. I'm not going to yeah. get rid of those. Those the almost look like books. Those, clips. Yeah, yeah, those are so cool. Those like, really not cool. those. Yeah. But the other ones, the older style ones, those, I mean, sorry, but if I, like Space Ghost, I wouldn't, I'm not ever going to sell Space Ghost. I'll, I'll get rid of that box. Yeah. Talk about a rare figure. Space Ghost. Yeah. You have the, the regular one or the EE one? No, the regular one. Dang. Yeah. And that's and a, someone. That's a hot commodity. That is a hot commodity. Someone hooked me up with the accessory from the Playmates Toy Biz line. Yeah. What was that from? The, the ones that came with like the desk and stuff? Yeah, it was from like Adult Network. I can't remember. Cartoon Network, who made Adult that. Swim. I can't remember yeah. who made that. But yeah, you sent me that desk and cup and the cards. It was like a full set. And I had been looking yeah. for it. So man, oh, and it stool. completes it. It's perfect. It's great. I used to love it. I really Space wish Coast, that we could Coast get more. I, I, I wish Mesco would have gone a little bit deeper with Space Coast. Like give us Zorak. Yeah. Oh, Moltar. Yeah, give us Moltar. Yeah. It's the whole crew. That would be amazing. And yeah, they would have just like a desk or like <laughs> rack. Zorak comes with his piano. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, we're getting a little bit away from it, but have you ever felt completely absorbed into something? Like you are just like in it, like you've got an idea, and it's just going well. You ever felt like that before? I have. Time just like kind goes just fades away by, by the wayside. Yeah. That is what we would call a flow state. 
So I actually, uh, this is something that I've heard talked about before mm -hmm. that I've talked about with other collectors before. Um, I actually got in a conversation with 796 Studios, Mario. Mr. Cha-Cha himself? Yeah, Cha-Cha Dancer, Makeup Extraordinaire, uh, 796 Studios himself. the man My fellow beef talents. brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys, uh, you've got a whole nother level of beef I haven't seen before. Yeah. But outside of that, uh, one thing I always really appreciate about Mario is the music that he puts in his videos. Yeah. And I commented, I said, hey, man, you know, I just got to credit you on the music. That's the kind of stuff that I listen to when I'm shooting. So like I get into like this method when I shoot and sometimes yeah. it's already something like an idea that I have. So like, I don't know, I, I got an idea. I start playing some music and then this, it, it's almost like all the pieces are just kind of falling in line. Like I'm getting the setup right. Yeah. Got the lights the way that I want. I'm, I already see the end image in my head before I'm even there. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It's like you're Neo in the Matrix where you can already kind of right. see what's going to happen. Neo's yeah, slashed with like a psychic because you can already see it. You're like, oh, it's going to be a killer picture. And you're going through the motion where it's, you have like that Doctor Strange moment. You're out of, out of your body type of element. Yeah. It's happening, but you're like seeing it from a third person perspective type of thing. Yeah, the concept of time goes away. Yeah. Every action, like every movement, every thought that you're making just kind of follows one after another without you really planning it out. It's like autopilot. Yeah, it's like somebody that is really adept at like playing a musical instrument, I'm sure. Like I don't play, but like if you play guitar or if you could play like saxophone, like, you know, at master level, you're just doing things that you're not even thinking about. It's kind of yeah. just like a, oh, a yeah. reaction, you know? But I would say, you know, it, it's pretty rare for that to happen, but that's what I would consider a flow state. So you get like in this state where you're just, you know, you're in your element, you feel like you really know what you're doing. And it's usually because you feel pretty skilled about what you're working on. Okay. Like you, you have like more experience at, you know, I've been doing toy photography for a long time. I know what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. I know how to kind of conceptually achieve an idea. But yeah. it doesn't always go very smooth, you know. There's a lot of times where I struggle and I'm not so, in that flow state. So when what helps you? What do you think helps you get into because I think for me, that flow state is it's like a gradual build. So you're not really aware of it, but what helps you get into where like once you're done with it, you step back and you're like, damn, that was a really good session. And then you start looking at the pictures. You're like, I knew it. I knew these were going to be fire. What helps you get into like, what's like th that phase one where you're like, oh, this is what got me to that first phase where I was like filling everything. I would really say um, sometimes it just starts with like music. You know, um, mm -hmm. I'm very much a fan of listening to music while I work. You know, yeah. I, a lot of what I do in my job, sometimes it's just processing a lot of stuff, just working through numbers, whatever. Yeah. So I have to get some music on and yeah. I get to a state where I'm just kind of like plugging out, you know, like I'm not even like really thinking about what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like just going and processing stuff, you know? Yeah. And I feel like with toy photography, sometimes I'll just be sitting in my office and I don't really know what to do, but uh -huh. I'll put on some music and I'll start messing with a figure. And then like this idea just kind of hits me. Yeah. Like, That's it. That's what I want. And then yeah. I just start. I start t tackling it. You know, I don't turn the music off. I almost will turn the music up. So I'm oh, like, okay, now I've sort of reached that state. I don't want to lose that. I stay <laughs> yeah, very yeah. focused. You know, I don't check my phone. I'm kind of just like fully yeah. laser-like focus. Doing. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So I'd say that sometimes the thing that really gets me there is just is music. music. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I think we both have different processes, but I think everyone experiences that that state of flow because we're all skilled at something, whatever, it, whether it's like building something or creating, creating some type of art form. Uh, mm -hmm. I think every single person has that type of untapped talent. Now, how do you tap into that talent? Um, what steps do you take? And even like trying to acquire a new skill. Um, a couple months ago, man, it feels like, oh, actually it was last year when uh, Mike High School Creations did that. He started introducing that sticker swap concept and he was doing these lives every Sunday and stuff. That really resonated with me just because one, Mike's a super positive guy. Like if you don't know who High School Creation is, definitely check him out. He does a lot of positive stuff out there. And 
it's like you see so much positivity. You want you want to be surrounded by that. You want that to be in your circle, right? But you start to see what type of influence it has on your state of flow. He's a he's a creator. He's a he's an artist where he does all different type types of mediums, right? Um, we had some really great conversations, and the minute that he put that out, I'm like, I'm not really an artistic guy, so that's not really gonna like it's not my cup of tea. But something, I don't know what it was, but I was like, you know what? Let me step up to the plate and take this as a challenge because it's always something I wanted to learn. Now, how do I how do I take that first step? And I think sometimes when we want to tackle on new skills, it's our own mindset that puts the limits on ourselves of not achieving that flow. Because I tell you, when I was going through that challenge and I set like a 21-hour challenge, and it took a long time. It's not 21 hours in one day, but it's dedicating one hour um, a day to learn this new skill, right? And that really helped me channel like my focus into like, I got an hour. What am I going to do with it? Am I going to watch a tutorial and then practice the skill? And that really helped increase my flow. So with, for that for that hour, like once I reached hour 10, I was like, I could see that I could hit that that state of flow much quicker than the first the first you know, a couple of days I was trying it. Like day one, for me to hit that one hour mark, I was struggling. And maybe, you know, I, I was playing different types of music, right? I tried uh, putting something on in the background and I was like, oh, that's not working. Um, and then what ended up, what ended up really um, helping me progress was not listening to anything, like just completely in a, sitting in a quiet room and then just focusing one, I would watch it. I would watch the tutorial. Okay, this is how you do it. Da, da. And then, okay, as soon as I would watch it, I'd be like, okay, I, I saw what they did. And then I'd put it into practice. Mm -hmm. And then once I was putting it into practice, then I would turn on some music, something that would help me just kind of, and a lot of times it was like, uh, I discovered like lo-fi hip hop and lo-fi hip hop for me, it was like, helped me just like submerge myself into. And then I was so focused on what I was drawing that my drawings started getting better and better. And I tell you like, before that challenge, I drew like a three-year-old and that's disrespecting a lot of three-year-olds out there, but you can see that. And I was posting them. Right. And Mike, he was probably like one of the biggest supporters where he's like, man, you're getting good. You're, and I was like, no, I'm not like, this is crap. Like my first couple of ones, they were like horrible, but as well, I took a step back we, and now I got to start somewhere though, you know? Right. And even I was like, oh, this is trash. Like even going through that, that first time I did it, I was like, oh, that's, that's horrible. But I'm like, you know what? I did it. I completed it. All right, let me try again. And the second time, it was a little bit easier. So I started not so much focusing on the end result, but like, hey, did I achieve that state of mind, that flow right. state where I was just like in it and not really thinking about, because I think I was thinking about too much of what I was doing. I'm like, oh, I didn't shade it enough or that line's not perfectly straight. And and after a while, I'm like, ah, it's okay. It doesn't have to be straight. Let me just blend it in. Towards the end, I wasn't really paying attention to, and I want to say like, I wasn't really being mindful of my technique so much. I was more just enjoying and living, being present in the moment. And I think with that state of flow, it's like you're being, you're just present, right? You're, right. you're immersed in what you're doing. And then I took a step back and I'm like, oh damn, that's actually pretty good drawing. Then I started really pushing the limit. I'm like, oh, can I draw for longer? So I went from drawing for an hour where I think one session, I was like in it for two hours and it was just one piece, but it was like two hours long where I didn't realize it was two hours. I felt like, hey, that was just 45 minutes, right? Yeah. No, and I think that's, that's where you start to see like that state of, of flow can really help you not only tackle new skills, but it really aligns like how your focus can help you attain what you want to get, which whatever goals those are. Or sometimes that lack of focus can be a really uh, a, a roadblock for you in acquiring a new skill. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of times when people want to tackle new stuff, they're like, oh, I can't be focused. You know, I'm, I'm trying to listen to the music or I put a movie on and maybe you have like too much going on. Mm -hmm. that, and that was my case for me. I like to start, I had to kind of shut everything down, let my mind like settle and then start tackling it. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Think, no, yeah. I think uh, that's, that's a great example. And I think flow experiences can occur in different ways for different people. Like it's never the same for someone. Right. So like my, the way that I achieve flow could be totally different from the way that you achieve it. But it's usually you're doing something that you enjoy. It's usually something that's creative yeah. And you have some kind of skill set around it that makes yeah. you interested in it. Yeah. And then, like you said, you get to a point where, okay, I need a little bit of moment of clarity, but then it's like a switch just goes off your head. It clicks. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. It's that, weird. That like switch. 
it gives you this like sense of happiness almost like, and that's another thing I think is really important to focus on in order to achieve flow. You have to like get negativity out. You have to stay positive. Right. As soon as you start thinking negative, the flow just goes away. You start getting, you start getting lost in the ideas. You start doubting yourself. Like, ah, maybe this isn't so good after all. Yeah. This style's crap. Or like, like I was saying my, that first piece was trash and also focused on that. I was like, ah, it took the wind out of my sail. Yeah. I think it can really teach you to like regulate your emotions a little bit better. You know, like mm-hmm, what are sure. things that help me achieve flow? Okay. Let me focus on that. Yeah. Like that's you're, crazy. You know, you're one of those people and I try to surround myself with other people that are just very positive because yeah. I need that in my life because I don't like to be in a state, you know, where things are in balance. I like to have things in balance all the time. I like yeah. to know that people are happy. Like I've just, yeah. I just, I like to have in that state of happiness. Yeah. So having that positivity can really help encourage that and having people that are like-minded yeah. that you can kind of just bounce ideas off. Sometimes I'll like, and that's why I go to you a lot with pictures. I'll throw you a picture. You'll tell me something that I wasn't even looking at like that Superman yeah. shot recently. <laughs> you know, I, I sent Josh, I did a, a shot of Superman oh. for Superman's birthday. Oh, and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Oh, yes. I, I sent it over to Josh. He's like, what the hell? Where's his neck? <laughs> and I, I started thinking like I was totally blind to it yeah but man after you said that I got in like a flow state again I'm like oh yeah. I see it yeah. you know and I did what I needed to do to adjust yeah. the shot it wasn't a big adjustment but it was just yeah, enough no. to make me like click in my head like okay this is what I'm doing wrong this is why this and looks man off. it looks so much better yeah it was such a small suggestion that made such a big difference but and it was it was the way that you were going about it. You weren't knocking me yeah. down and saying like this no, is no. crap. You're more just like yeah. I can't see his neck. You know, it's more <laughs> I like said, hey, I sent is, you the meme of that guy from yeah. I sent you that that meme from that 90 days or fiance or whatever. And it's like that dude with no neck. Yeah. And and here's my thing with feedback though, because like if you really value the friendship and you and you consider that person a friend, like for me, don't don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me what I need to hear, because then I'm going to appreciate that much more. Because if everything I send you, you're like, and I just get thumbs up all the time, then I'm never going to, I'm never going to be afraid to fail. And I'm like, all right, cool. Then when I do fail and someone gives me honest feedback, I'm going to be so devastated that I'm not going to be able to recover from that. Right. Right. To me, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to kick you down either. If it's good, it's good. But if I know you can do better, I'm like, um, it's good, but I think you can do better. Mm-hmm. why would i want a mediocre picture or you know and if you're, especially if you're asking me for feedback i'm like okay i'm gonna be 100 percent honest um and just you know that that really stood out to me i'm like oh where's this guy's neck i was like oh come on. Yeah. and to me i'm like if you just tweak it a little bit i'm like i don't know do what you gotta do but just fix the neck part and it'll, you'll be gold and that's exactly you did that you did the fix the neck and boom it was an awesome shot yeah and that stuff is really helpful and it's like you can't like you said, you don't want somebody that's just going to give yeah. you the the great answer. Awesome. The and then like, just, oh, awesome. Great. This looks oh. great. This looks great. You know, it's like, and then you get, you know, you don't get as many likes as, or you get somebody that comments like, you know, where's his neck? Yeah. Like, and you're actually, like, you didn't even, you didn't even yeah, tell me exactly. that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even look at it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, uh, I was yeah. busy and I didn't, you know, if you're busy, tell me you're busy, but yeah. don't give me some bullshit response, you know, because that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. You go to people that you're looking for an outside opinion because I get stuck on my own mind. Yeah. I think something might be good. And then I realize I'm just totally being blind to something else. So yeah, I think that can help kind of create a flow state sometimes when you just have that one idea that just clicks, you know? Yeah. And I think that really helps your performance too. Cause as soon as you hit that flow state, it's like just all the doubt kind of goes away. Yeah. You know, everything you, you, you know what you want and you know how to get there and you've got the skill set that you need to do it. It's just achieving that end goal. And that usually mm-hmm. creates more shots for me. Well, uh, I think you, know, when you I, said when something I, key right there. It's like, you know, the end result. So you want to have, you want to have like a clear goal. Um, and a lot of times that clear goal can be challenging. You want it to be somewhat challenging, but you want it to be attainable at the same time. You don't want to set yourself up like, oh, I'm going to take my first shot and I'm going to, you know, this is my very first time doing toy photography. I'm going to build a dial. I'm going to have Superman flying. I'm going to do some flight. Like, okay, now you're setting unrealistic goals. So building a dial is super challenging mm-hmm. because you, 
I remember being day one into like the toy community on a social platform, looking at someone's pictures. And let's say like, I'm looking at Sergeant Bananas or Work More or Less and Black Series, you know, somebody that's been established in the community, you're seeing their pictures, you're like, that's, I'm going to take my first picture and it's going to be just like that. I'm setting myself up to fail, you're right. you know? And it's yeah. not that you can't attain that, but you can't, you can't make that as your day one goal for your day one picture. Yeah, like, you, you don't have, have to be like, you don't, you don't have the skill set that you need to do that yet. No, you know, you got to learn on a lot my of steps. Nokia phone, yeah. you know, <laughs> I have my Nokia phone here from, <laughs> from 2001. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> from like 2001. It's well, like, like, I don't even got... know if it has a front race, front facing camera. Like, come on, you have to be realistic. That And that I think that's what sometimes some, and I think two, two things, right? Setting the goals that are realistic and then focusing, foc- focusing on that positivity. Cause it's easy. Like I tell this to my boys, it's easy to, to focus on the negative stuff. That's the yeah. easy part. Of course, the world sucks. Of course, there's shitty people. Of course, shit's hard and life's hard. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? And if we focus on that, and then you're always going to be focusing on, oh, the fact I got a flat tire or, oh, the, the fact that, you know, I didn't get the shot that I wanted to. But if you focus on the positive stuff where mm-hmm. that's, the, that's where the challenge is, like focusing on the positive side of like, hey, I should be happy that I got this figure or yeah. that I have to pay scalable prices. There's so much more that you can focus on, right? So that that's one trick is focusing on that positivity and being like, hey, I should focus on, I'm going to attempt my first toy pick. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just complete that. Boom. First toy pick completed. All right. That's goal one. That's step one. And then go yeah. from there. When I started tackling dials, I swear, I just grabbed like this poster board and I see pictures now. I laugh. I'm like, oh, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> but I remember that night I was the flow state. I had some music going. I probably had a couple beers and I built this freaking dial. Oh my God. It's so like, it's hilarious. I built, I made it out of, uh, and it's only like a one wall piece from the dollar tree. And it's like six different patterns on one sheet. And it's maybe, I want to say 10 inches by 12 inches. So it's not that big. And I don't know what the hell I was doing. Like you have some crazy three-year-old looking wood grain on one side. I made like this door and then I gave it like golden columns. I painted it gold. And then on the opposite side of those golden columns, I made some brickwork. And then I made like cracked concrete. What the hell was I thinking? Like, it literally looks like it's I must have been on place. acid or some. Yeah. It's all over the place, right? But and then was, I propped it up. It's clear that you didn't really have a focused goal. Exactly. You were kind I of just have... like oh, I'm toying just with different ideas. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No clear goal, right? And then I took the picture and you think, oh, he's making it for six inch action figures because he does 112. Yeah. No, I made it for mini mates. And then when I propped it up, I was like, the door is way too fucking big. Like yeah. they what look like miniature. Here? <laughs> well, and I, and then but, I, but in that moment, I was so pumped. I was like, yeah, I nailed it. First style. I made a door. I made some brickwork. I made some wood grain. I made concrete. And I think that's what my goal was. Can I do mm-hmm. different textures? All in one sheet, which it looks so abstract. And I was so pumped. And then from there, it like spiraled. Then I, you know, then I started, okay, let me, let me focus on one thing. But yeah. it's things like that where now hindsight, I started laughing. I'm like, man, that Josh must have been a high on drugs, which I wasn't, but it was that flow state where it's like, I'm just so pumped and I'm like ready to tackle this skill where yeah. the old, the old, the past Josh would never think that I would have this type of skill where I can actually make these type of um, diorama. Like my younger brother always tells me, he's like, man, like, how did you develop this skill? Like, I'm like, I just started tackling, I started with this and it's an ugly piece of crap, but you know, I've made some two-story buildings. I've made some mm-hmm. modular, like, you know, I've made enough dials where it's like, okay, I, I'm a decent dial maker. Now what else can I make? And now, you know, look where it's at now. It's it's crazy. That and now progress. I'm sure now when you do new projects, you probably achieve flow a little bit more often just because you have the skill sets that you need. You right. feel confident in yourself. Right. And that is a good way, I think, to get into that state is where you, you have to build that confidence. So like for people that are new to toy photography, you probably won't achieve that flow state until maybe like after you do maybe 20 or 30 shots because you really got to understand what it means to do that. Like, how do I create that? How do I learn that these tasks, it, these are skill sets you're going to have to build. Once you get those right. skill sets and you feel right. like you're skilled at what you're doing, yeah. then you're going to achieve that flow state, which I think what you were doing with the dio, like you knew how to do it. <laughs> you didn't really know what you want to do, but it was probably yeah. something where you wanted to practice 
and yeah. just get better. So you, that was your kind of flow state. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to do breaks. Right. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do yeah. that just to get that skill set so that eventually you can go to where you want to go. Yeah. You know? So I think it's different depending on who you are and what you're trying to do. And I, I think, you know, it's not something that I achieve very often. Flow state happens pretty rarely for me where I actually hit something that I work through from start to finish in that state. But when so I not, do, those are the uh -huh. shots that are my favorite shots. Cause those are the ones really? that feel like I fully fleshed out the idea. I achieved exactly what I was going after. Okay. See, I would think maybe in every single picture, there was like, you hit a moment of flow state where you're like, all right, this is. No, I mean, there's some shots where, you know, you, you know, when you've got it, like I'll, I'll take a shot and I look in, you know, I'll look at it and I'm like, man, that is it. Like, I feel like oh, I'm, getting, okay. it. Yeah, like I'm yeah. getting there. Like, I, you know, yeah. cause with a shot, it's never your first shot. It's like maybe 20 or 30 shots in, I'm yeah. starting to get what I want, but it's that flow state of getting to that point. Like, okay, I see this is off. I see this lights off, you know, I need yeah. to move this a little bit differently. Uh, gotcha. You're changing things around just enough to achieve yeah. that end goal. And yeah. you feel like you have the experience to get there. It's just, yeah. you know, I think that's the mo one of the most important parts is set a clear goal. Yeah. know exactly what it is that you're going after because that's going to help you achieve that flow state and how to get there you know eliminate distractions so like don't maybe do this around your kids i think you know have a place where you can go to be creative i think it's so important for people to get away from their family and not because they're a burden but you need your own personal space you need your own yeah. personal time just to do the things that you enjoy and that having that creates positivity it eliminates those distractions and it makes you enter that state a little bit easier so you don't feel like okay my wife's waiting for me and she's annoyed that's going to distract me because yeah i know she's oh yeah for, for sure me. but yeah, if she's you're like, rushing hey, to it right yeah if she tells me hey go in there and get a shot i don't care yeah i know that i'm in that state i don't have to worry about her anymore you know so yeah. i think having that having that where you can eliminate distractions and then add an element of challenge like don't make it too easy on yourself because then that's going to not be as enjoyable. Maybe do something that you haven't really done before, but you know that you can do it. It's just more figuring out how you're going to get there. Yeah. You know? And then always do something you enjoy. You know, I think we're already talking about that. Your enjoyment is really dio creation and then probably toy photos at some point. My enjoyment point. is the toy photography and just yeah. the art of that. And, using figures and creating a scene in a certain way to achieve a picture that I'm proud of, you know? Yeah. So I think, uh, it's, it feels great when it happens. You know, I recognize it every single time that it happens. I'm like, damn, that's yeah. the flow state right there. That's what just happened. Like somebody get me a cigarette. Ah, oh, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> because there's some shots that are just a real struggle and that's yeah. because I'm not in that state. And it's probably because I'm trying something that may be a little too hard or that I don't understand fully. It's yeah. like you said, I see a shot. I'm like, man, I want to try that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't have enough experience to get to that point. So it makes it a lot harder for me to get there. You know, no, yeah, I feel you on that. With stuff that I, I, I bought know. a bunch of uh, fireworks or smoke bombs. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have this cool killer shot. This and, that. and then I went to go try to light some. This was like, I don't know, like a year ago or so. And it was so windy. And that's, I was like, nope, I'm going to light it. I'm going to light, I'm going to light the smoke bomb. So windy, I couldn't even get the smoke bomb lit. And I was like, forget it. I'm never doing toy photography ever again. <laughs> I'm never <laughs> I'm gonna... in this flow state. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's one thing I still have not tried is uh, the smoke bombs. I'm too afraid to destroy my figures or stain them with smoke or something. I don't know. Well, don't use a mezco. Like use like a yeah. Star Wars Black Wars Black Black Wars Black Series Black, or... <laughs> Black Series or Marvel Legend. Yeah, that's true. It's better. It's something that's cheap plastic that I don't care about. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I thought that was a, it was a cool topic. It's something that I've heard about before. Uh, I think it's something that a lot of people can probably relate to, and maybe you don't even know that's what's happening. Yeah. But you're achieving that and it's, you're just running with it. And those are the states that you want to try to remember what it is that I was doing. How did yeah. I feel when I was doing that? So I can achieve that again. Cause that's like, yeah. it's the best feeling in the world for me is when I'm doing something that I'm enjoying and I'm achieving the results that I'm proud of. And I'm doing things that are probably a little bit more challenging just because I know that I have the skills to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, it'd be really rewarding for people. And it's, it's key to set that clear goal. I think setting that clear goal, eliminating distractions and then preparation, just knowing like if it, is, if you feel like it's almost too challenging, 
then really prepare for it. Do the right research. You know, you want to do smoke grenades, buy some cheap, cheap figures. Like when I was trying to learn, and I'm still learning, like uh, using 3D software, whether it's Tinkercad or Mesh Mixer or ZBrush. Um, I watched a lot of tutorials, but I didn't go into ZBrush and trying to sculpt like a brand new head sculpt out of thin air, right? I was like, okay, let me first start with Tinkercad's very basic shapes. Kids use this. Um, and making something super duper small and then building uh, using that as a building block to create some type of momentum that will... And man, that's really what's been pushing me to do better art and bigger arcades and more challenging different styles. And, you know, I'm getting these off the wall type of requests and I have some that, hey, hopefully soon in the next couple of weeks, so I'll be debuting, but it's all because of those tiny baby steps, those ripples that created this once it's fully, and I'm at that point where I'm like, oh yeah, that I've had some good test trial runs and some good results that I'm close where maybe a year ago, I would have never thought of myself um making something like this this complicated you know um and i've spent oh my goodness like i can't even tell you how many hours of just uh messing with the with the application of mm -hmm. putting it's literally putting these blocks together and you know cutting away at it and thinking that type of abstract thought it's it's something new one it's something new for me but like the old me would have never been like, oh, that's too complicated. I'm just not going to give it a try. But now when I really like, oh, I'm going to design something new. Like I get a, I get thrilled. I'm like, yeah, I can, I know what I can design already. So design something new, I, I get pumped. So I'm ready to like yeah. roll up the sleeves. Let's go. I'm ready to dive in. Yeah. You got enough skills now. You've done enough arcades yeah. to where if somebody gives you an idea that you maybe haven't done, you know enough of how to achieve it. Yeah. Like I've yeah. seen you do that time and time again with some of the stuff that you've worked on. Like time crisis is one of those that kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Like it, it was like one of those natural evolutions. Like, okay, I've done enough, but now I've got the gun that I'm making. I've yeah. got the removable wire, you know, you've got the pedal on there and then you did the the driving one. Yeah. Um, and you know, I that's did. just, you're using the skills that you already kind of have and then you're challenging yourself to hit that next stage but yeah. i think you're probably in a some type of flow state when you're doing that because you just oh, yeah. know it you know it well enough and it's so funny the one that really set me set me to like a whole nother level is i had a, i designed paperboy and the handle is like the bicycle oh, yeah. handle right and i designed that from scratch like that's my design and that when someone's like hey you ever done paperboy i'm like oh it's a game i used to always play paperboy mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i hated it i had a love-hate relationship with that and I was like, how the hell am I going to make that, that it's control? It's incredibly hard game. I'm never going to be able to make that. Like, I'm never going to make that. And it sat there for months, like on my mind, paperboy. And then I started making, I forget what it was, something tiny. And then from there, I just built on that. And when I finally executed it and with success, uh, printed the paperboy control, I was like, ta-da, like, achievement unlocked oh man Boom. The light bulb it's one of my favorites yeah now i know how to do it and it's crazy man like yeah that was a huge moment for me um, and then you look back and you're like man why was i so scared of that for yeah. so long because i yeah was able to do that easier than i expected i yeah. would and now yeah. i'm like okay what's next like now i've done some other more intricate games and i think know, ha uh, that that confidence is so important like yeah, having confidence sure. in yourself and believing in the ability to be able to do that. That's the only way you're going to achieve something like that. And, and you I, said you, you listen to lo-fi hip hop. Yeah. Lo-fi hip hop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I definitely have some go-to like, I listen to Spotify mainly, but there's a lot of uh, playlists that I listen to. So one of them is called mellow beats just for anybody out there. I don't know what kind of music you're into. You could yeah. like death metal and this won't do anything for you. I think you, <laughs> you, have, to, you have to find yeah. music that resonates with you and that, you know, creates that creativity or makes your mind active. Yeah. So like, I like stuff with just beats, like, like kind of like what you're talking about, lo-fi hip hop. It's almost the same, yeah. like mellow beats, gold instrumental yeah. beats is another one. Uh, jazz hop. Yeah. There's a uh, artist called Damu the Fudge Monk, uh, which I have oh, to okay. thank Mario for. I saw that in one of his video one time and I found him on Spotify and he's like one of my favorite artists now. Cause yeah, Mario just, has good taste in music. He really does. I mean, and that stuff is just inspiring for me because I see it. I almost want to replay that video again as yeah. I'm doing a shot. I'm like, okay, I got to yeah. find this song because I need to play that like right now. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, just, just try it out, guys. Like find something that brings you joy, find something that spurs your creativity and then try to harness that.
and you know have confidence in yourself and i think you'll be able to achieve that flow state and you might get better results from it like i said those are the shots that i i like the most no and you know what's crazy because i think you've kind of hit hit the nail on the head with this is that staying positive right and you know i kind of talked about it's easy to be negative it's really that's the easy stuff it's hard to, to maintain positive and we're not saying like be walk skip around and yeah. be this ray of sunshine like no it, it has to be it doesn't have to be to that degree but focus focusing on your authenticity and integrity really like if you achieve that state flow okay so your significant other or the people that are important in your life give you that time so you can just enjoy yourself for that that moment right, right. an hour whatever it is you come out of there pumped you're energetic you're you're feeling like you're on a different different level right it's almost euphoric mm-hmm. But then you come out and then you're like, all right, cool. Now I'm ready to watch or do spend some time with yeah, you. Yeah, you feel so like, much. You're pumped. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so the relationships get better, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start DMing this guy all these pictures. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm asleep. What, do, <laughs> what does Nate want? And he's like, dude, I had this session. You're like, you're like at a 10. And I'm like at a two. I'm like, dude. But then, then, then I can feel that. I'm like, oh, this guy's sending me like 10 pictures right now. He must yep. have had a good session. And then all of a sudden, now I'm picked up. And I'm like, cool, let's go hit the strip. Let's do a line. Let's go. You know, it's, but it's crazy how it, you, you start you spreading that, it, you know? Yeah. You said that so well though, because like, yeah. if I don't have a toy shop that's ready to go that I don't feel good about, it's yeah. something that weighs on me. I'm like, yeah. man, I need to go create something. And yeah. then as soon as I have that session where I do have something and I feel good about it, that kind of changes my whole mental state. I'm like, okay, I can oh, go yeah. about my day. I can go do whatever it is I want to do. Cause yeah. I've already achieved this thing that I was after. You want to go hang out with the Tuesday crew? It. You can. Yeah. You don't. You don't you have go to go stab somebody in the back. Whoa! You know, watch out. You know, Night, you know. Nate's stabbing people. You want to go do makeup? You know, on makeup sessions and figures. Cha-cha. Yeah. Kick though. them down. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, so hopefully that resonates with some of you guys. I think it probably happens more than you might think, and you just didn't really, really yeah. know what it was. Um, and it's something I've just been trying to learn more about. How do I harness that? How do I yeah. create that? You know, because I want that's something that I want to happen all the time. Uh, but just know that the success of that, at least for me, it's not very often. So don't get discouraged if you don't achieve that right away. You're, it's going to happen at some point. You're going to get an idea and it's just going to go and it's going to feel great. And then you'll be chasing that unicorn, Nate. Don't be chasing yeah. that unicorn. You like low key sound said, like a junkie. You're like, I want, how do I repeat that? I want to, <laughs> I want to get that feeling again. I need that feeling, man. <laughs> Requiem. I got these cheeseburgers. Come on, man. I got these cheese. And I'm like, Nate. Got these oh. cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, Requiem for a toy photo. Oh, uh, there you go. Awesome. There you go. Uh, so, but there's other stuff that happened this week. One of them was pretty big, right? With pre-orders. Man, it, pre-orders every week has been insane. And that's the thing. Like, we think, okay, every week we, we come in here, give you guys some content. We're like, okay, a week can go by. Not much is going to happen. And it's like, so much stuff comes out. And we're getting close to that summer. Things are opening back up. It seems like they have to make up for lost time. All these, com- all the companies and they're, it's crazy. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's a good time to be a collector. You have to really pick and choose or else you're going to get yourself in a really dark, dark hole. That's true. I mean, I remember probably three years ago, it seemed like, and maybe it's just me looking back in time. I'm like, man, things have changed. Like, Oh it, yeah. It seemed like releases were, a little less frequent you know you'd find a good figure every once in a while but now it's like every single week there's something yeah. coming out that i'm interested in and i'm like geez i can't get all this how am i gonna you know keep this controlled keep my I only have two kidneys. clear goals yeah. yeah i can only sell one kidney and still survive yeah. so what am i supposed to do to get extra funds how, how much do dog kidneys go on for the black market they don't go for that much. Not much. Or straight you know? cats, like you, like you're gonna it, it put yourself straight in really cats desperate. or a diamond dozen, man. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna get like, like maybe gonna five be, bucks. Yeah, that's if that. that. But you know, it, it is like we used to get our news. I mean, at least I remember, and this was like when I was like in high school, even in college, like Toy Fair. That's where we would get mm-hmm. our news. Just like looking that's forward true. to those Toy Fair, and I'm like, cool, these legends. When do they come out? Oh, great, next year. Like yeah. I have these photo toy photo pics to wait for a whole freaking year but that's all right because the legends they used to fill the pegs at the stores and they were 7.99 you know yeah. now it's like every week and the pre-orders are dropping like every site you name them you know mesco was... boom like yeah. that's it 
Mexico is the same way where you would, I would go to like STCC and I'd see probably like, you know, five or six new figures. And I'm like, man, I can't yeah. wait to see some of those. And I'd see maybe one or two drop in that next year. Yeah. And now with Toy Fair, I think we've seen almost all the Toy Fair reveals from this year already drop. That's crazy. They're already out there. You know, Vapor was, I think. And we want more. more. We want yeah. more. And we want to just but keep then we're assuming. But then we're angry when they're dropping so much. Damn, why you drop so much stuff? Yeah, my wallet You're not can't dropping sustain. the right stuff. Yeah. And you know, then you're, when's you're, the next pre-order? <laughs> it's like, You're screaming on. about you want mercy, but then you go and just buy it anyways, you know? Yeah. I think we're all a bunch of hypocrites where we're like, I can't do this. All yeah. right, I got, I just purchased all this stuff. I spent $400. You know, I see this meme and it, it's like uh, somebody struggling not to spend their entire paycheck on action figures. Yeah. You know, and he's like trying to hold his hand back basically. <laughs> so Mezco, speaking of spending an entire paycheck on action figures, uh-huh. Mezco dropped a doozy today with Fantastic Four. Let's go. It's the entire Four. team. And yep. it's not like individual releases. You got the whole team all in one deluxe box set. One stop, one stop toy shop. One stop toy shop. If you want <laughs> to do go. a pre-order, hey, one stop, stop toy, toy shop, shop is offering payment plans. So if you can't afford that four hundred twenty dollar price price tag, he could probably help you out. <laughs> um, so yeah, That's definitely so check one stop toy shop out because he's got some pretty cool creative ways that you can pay for it. If it's but yeah, they else. could they could have split them up, right? They could have give us read and then wait it and then yeah. sue and then wait it but it's like had, wham bam boom here take yeah it. i put a couple things in my story and michael from az toy hunters guild he's like all at once he's like dude yeah. my wallet can't sustain that yeah and i'm like i think a lot of people are feeling that right now where it's cool to get a box set to get the entire team because one thing i always hate especially with a team like fantastic four yeah is you wait like three years to build that whole team like, yeah. Finally, oh, they they're giving us thing. We can finally complete the team. Yeah, because with the legends, I mean, look, uh, Reed was a Walgreens exclusive. Uh, human, I, or maybe were they all Walgreens exclusive? I think they were all Wal Walgreens exclusive, and mm -hmm. for some individuals, those were a pain to track down. You had to pay. It was just it was a headache. It was a headache. It wasn't easy. Um, so, and and the thing, yeah, the the price point is pretty hefty, but like. For me, as a Mesco collector, I'm not gonna be buying every single Marvel Legend that drops. I'm not gonna be, and that's the thing. Like, you really have to take a look. If you're gonna be complaining, those that complain, like, oh, 420, that's way too much. But for me, I'm like, I'm not buying every single figure that's out there. Mm -hmm. There's because I know whatever Mesco drops, I'm gonna have to, I wanna get. And if I, if I, if I have to sacrifice twenty dollar figures for a whole month or two waves, that's half the the price of the mess like okay i'm it. fine with that it's worth to me it's worth it you yeah, know yeah. yeah why am i gonna have a bin full of 20 dollar figures when i can have yeah it's 400 bucks but it's four kick-ass in my eyes kick-ass figures and it's well, a whole it, team it's almost five because you get herbie oh too. herbie that's right you herbie. Know? and herbie comes with some really cool accessories oh, yeah and you know if you think about okay five at a 420 you're spending like 85 dollars figures so you're almost spending normal medical price yeah. for each yeah. one so it's, yes, it seems like a lot, but when you think about it and actually do the math, it's basically normal Mezco price. It's just hitting you all at once. Yeah. And, so if, you think, know, and if you don't want to pay all that at once, then don't order from Mezco.com. Like you have other retailers right. that are, have payment options or there's groups out there. I mean, there's plenty of resources. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get the complaint about the, about the price. I don't. Yeah. I don't either because there's so many ways around it and nobody's yeah. forcing you to buy it. You know, yeah. you don't have to buy it. I just think people yeah. feel like if I don't, I'm going to be the only one that doesn't have it. So what am I going to do now? I feel like I'm pressured. You know, you're well, putting that you on probably, yourself. Nobody else you is really should, doing that. <laughs> you probably should not buy all those Marvel legends or yeah. Toddy max. Like you, that's, and that's my thing is like, you don't, you don't have to buy every single figure you see. Like mm -hmm. just because, like, I don't know, with certain certain lines, and I'm not saying Marvel Legends in particular, but certain lines, like, just because you put it on a silver plate doesn't mean it's not shit. Shit's shit. Like, you can put it on a silver plate. It's still a right. trash figure. Like, But if man. you like a trashy figure, then that's, that's fine. Yeah. You can like and that. It, but don't go gonna, complain because you yes. spent all your money on trash. And now you, you see can't. that a high-quality yep. release comes out, and now you don't have the yep. money for it. Yeah. Because you know, and not only Mesco drops some some really expensive, but like Mafex has been killing it. There's other high-end uh, companies like Storm Collectibles. They tease their Metal Gear Solid stuff. Like 
those and you know like storm collectibles mafex those price points they're above 50 dollars, and people are going to be crying like with soups he came out and people slept on them and now you have to pay 150 bucks for them you know right i'm like hey sacrifice those 1999 figures because it is a four pack i think that will make it harder to find down the line just because it's like it's an all or nothing set yeah so i think people are probably going to piecemeal out some of that but i think if you want the That's entire be hard. team yeah. the cheapest option is going to be getting it right now uh, because yeah. as time goes on it's just going to increase and the more people piecemeal that out the more expensive it's going to be like, like okay. look, the thing it comes with a trench coat that's crazy he comes with the yeah trench coat oh. sunglasses it comes with the hat and the, i think his coolest accessories are the uh what is it the steel beam yeah and the lamp post that have yeah. an integrated posing wire i don't even know how it's going to work like how are you going to bend a lamp post yeah and still make it usable in a shot that's, i don't understand that's, that's just crazy that blows my mind yeah. so that stuff is really cool um uh johnny storm if you like flames i mean he comes with like probably 10 different flame effects yeah uh different head that has flames fantastic uh uh mr reed fantastic reed yeah. richards he comes with some crazy stuff where he's extending his body and his neck yeah he looks his really arms cool. like that's gonna be cool but yeah, really, really cool set. Uh, definitely yeah. a ton of stuff packed in. And Sue then, is giving like the middle finger. Yeah, Sue's got some middle finger <laughs> and her I was like, weird what the? force effects. And then uh, a Doom is pretty much inevitable. I think so, yeah. You imagine, okay, so you imagine Doom and then they do a Mole Man. Like if, if they were to do Mole Man, Doom, um, who else? Um, I don't know. But if they were to do those two, like those would be some some killer killer because then you can start going into that universe where it's like silver surfer galactus you, can, you know yeah yeah i don't know how they, they maybe just they give you the head of galactus or something yeah that could be the box there's no way they're gonna silver surfer comes in yeah that's that's like a 12 inch mezco or you know that's like a one six scale 12 foot galactus like 12 foot 12 yeah, foot 12 inch 12 foot <laughs> sorry <laughs> but yeah uh doom i think i saw a tweet that says like doom is coming it's very soon, probably sooner than what we think. That's crazy. So I think we're gonna that get be good. pretty quick. Uh, what else? Hasbro. They did some GI Joe stuff that you probably care about. The, the... Snake Eyes and Timber. Oh, that's right. You know, um, it's not that I don't care about it. I did, but I was like, man, I have to buy another Snake Eyes just to get the freaking wolf. Like, uh, and I was like debating, debating, but it's an articulated uh, wolf. It is. And that wolf does look really cool. Um, my brother surprised me, and he was like, "Hey, did you get that snake eyes?" I'm like, "No." I well, that day that debuted, I had a meeting, so I was I was actually I had to work, and by the time I had some downtime, and then like I was like, "Okay, let me go check." It was all sold out on Hasbro Pulse, mm. so he was like, "Hey, I picked one up for you, early Christmas gift." Boom, dropped the mic, and I was like, "Cool." So nice. I I, ha- I do have one coming my way. Nice, awesome, so. I'm stoked. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, I think that's all the new stuff from Hasbro that I saw, unless you... Well, the, you I mean, they, there's some other stuff, but it's nothing in our realm. It's like, I know they've... Um, bunch. Of, it's all like big-time butter stuff. Power Ranger stuff. Big-time butter. It's Anything Power Ranger that's is like big-time butter. Butter Nation quality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, McFarlane. I'm not as fancy as he is. McFarlane? Oh, uh, Toddy Mac. Like, talking about shit on a platter. Like, God uh that armored batman Ugh. And, you know if you guys are liking that figure more power to you i think it looks like trash <laughs> uh it looks so bad i had to post something in my story where it's basically a guy throwing up because it just you know, and you it know what looks like the comic i don't know what the hell they were thinking about with inspiration for that it looks very plain it looks like a guy wearing a tin can that's what it looks like I thought it was a Happy Meal toy that they're, oh, they're going to be partnering up with McDonald's. Oof. You're, you're going to be able to get this Happy Meal toy. And so bad. Maybe maybe a Batman cartoon he's working on or something. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, I get, there's there's been a couple of Tony Mac figures that I really liked. Flashpoint Batman, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. It's the only figure that I have like that. White Knight Batman, really, really cool. Very much like the comic. But outside of that, there's not much from Tony Mac that really appeals to me anymore. I just... The articulation is cheap. Figures yeah. just feel cheap sometimes. 
and that, that Batman white knight just kind of seals the deal for me. Yeah, that white knight Batman is that the one that has like that weird looking like it looks like a very comic booky face. He's kind of he's very top heavy. Yeah, yeah, got, he does look cool. He looks a little darker. Yeah, yeah. I, I that keep, comic I, is just really cool, so I have a little bit more appreciation because of uh, the comic. You know. Yeah, I mean the figure looks really cool. They, yeah, the articulation is weird. The scale is so wacky. I've mm-hmm. got I've gotten duped a couple times, and the last figure I got from Toddy Mac was the Flash, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's really top heavy. He looked cool, so I thought it was gonna be like that rubbery plastic, because his armor or his suit feels kind of rubbery on his chest, but it's only in the chest. The arms and the legs are so plastic they feel cheap, mm-hmm. like it. This figure is the cheapest figure that. I feel like it's it feels like a knockoff. Like yeah. the arms feel so plasticky, even though I, I think I had like some target rewards. So I didn't even pay full price. And I was still upset the fact that I think I got them for like 14 bucks. I was still mad that I'm like, I'm not gonna be buying any more Toddy Mac figures for a good while. And I've been eyeballing I've been eyeballing Bizarro, but I'm just like, I'm gonna wait till he's like five dollars or yeah, or till they give him away for every target customer that walks through the door or something i don't know yeah it just reinforces the idea of why i don't want it you know yeah. kind of thing yeah i agree i'm totally on board yeah that armored batman was it was so funny because when you posted Oof. that i was i saw it at the same time i'm like this is trash then i saw your story i'm like yeah good. i actually had a lot of people that responded just with laughing because i think <laughs> so many people could agree with it like that just yeah. looks so bad uh, if you oh. like the comic you're probably gonna hate that figure um what about plastic confessions? What do you have? You get anything new? Well, I did get a couple of new things. Um, well, good, I got I didn't the... get anything. So wow, you're, well, you're taking you... the show this week. Well, don't set the bar too high, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, one I got from um, somebody from on Instagram had posted um, some trunks for. The PX Mesco Batman. Sovereign. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, from from. Who was um, it? Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank here. I uh, too. Doormat. Doormat Studios. Yes. Yes. So I, I picked up the trunks. They came in on Monday. Super like quick, quick transaction. Like the dude's super cool. Um, and the trunks, they're like they fit like a glove. And the crazy thing is. Um, I was going to send you a picture because no. I, I, I put them on. I finally put them on bats yesterday. Um, the material, the color, it, it literally is like dead on exactly. Out of, it looks like he took a bunch of bits and pieces from the cape because it matches so well. It's like exactly, you know, and it's tough sometimes to match not only the color when you're creating these trunks, um, but also that, that sheen because that PX Supreme, Supreme mm-hmm. Batman, He's he's got like a sheen. It's like a different type of blue. It's like a royal blue. But it's like a it has a, a sheen to it, right? It's a very kind of blurry. unique. Yeah, it's a very yeah. unique blue. It's not like oh cobalt blue or royal blue. It's like right. You need you need to go into some dark alleys to find this type of blue and talk to some guy. <laughs> you know that that's like sure. flipping the flipping the nickel and has a toothpick in his mouth. It's kind of shady. But anyways, the blue matches dead on. I was like, holy moly, this is like dead. On. It looks it looks good, and it, it kind of sheds light on how awkward he looks without his uh yeah his underoos and now, now that he has them i'm like man this looks so much better so yeah shout, shout out to doormat studios it was i'm glad i jumped on that mm-hmm. um makes my batman look so much better so i picked up that um did a little quick stroll to my crappy walmart that never has nothing pegs were empty and they now they got like this new collector aisle in the video game section and it looked like NECA had just been stocked because there were some of the newer stuff there. And I was looking for the Frankenstein. And I was like, nope, not here. And I was like, great, of course I would miss it. And I was about to leave and I turned the corner where the some of the games and the Nintendo Switches are. And someone had placed the box on top of like the video games instead of where all the rest. So he was, and there was one left. It was uh, one Frankenstein and two star lights. So I ended up picking up the Frankenstein. Nice. Um, which was such a good figure. Got home, saw that Unparalleled did a review too. So I watched his review. That Frankenstein, man, he's such a killer fig. Those Universal Studios 
monsters are going to be a must-have for me. They're just they're if, too classic. If yeah, if they do all four, because I know they 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 teased also the Wolfman this week. Neca did. So if they continue down that route, do Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula, and like let's keep going down the roster. The Invisible Man. Let's do you know that like let's do all the classic monsters. Like that would be such a killer line. And if that Frankenstein is anything of what is to come from their articulation. And you know, paint and sculpt is there. That's it's going to be a killer, killer year for NECA, which they're already killing it already. Already, yeah. anyways. I agree with you. Yeah, those figures look excellent. Like I picked up that thing last weekend, and it's just oof, so detailed, great sculpts, great quality. It just yeah, I'm very impressed by the NECA stuff. Yeah. Any other confessions? Any other acquisitions? Um, you know, I think. I know. I think that's there's one where I just can't remember what the other figure was, but I think that was it because it must have been not like that. It, it's it's in route, so I'll save it for next week. Um, nice, but it's so funny because we're I was paying for the for uh, Frankenstein, and I during the move, if like inside inside joke, and I'll, I'm gonna reveal the curtain behind and share it with all of you. you no, know, there's a joke about going on within the tuesday crew if you watch unparalleled universe he has like this crazy scar on his wrist and we give we give him a bunch of crap and stuff like that so when, when i was moving i ended up getting a scratch on my wrist similar but it's really tiny and we we're paying that to my wife oh look i got my uh tuesday tuesday crew scar i've been initiated and, and she looked at me like what what are you talking about and the cashier was like oh what's that and i, and I was trying to be fancy and i was like oh it's a, it's a social club and he's like, the Tuesday crew? I'm like, yeah. He's also, what, you guys meet on Tuesdays? I was like, yep, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, and he's like, All right. Very simplified, but yes, like, that's exactly. Already, I'm like, that, that's the sum of it. That's it. That's the, that's the mystery behind the Tuesday crew. So I thought, I don't know, my wife's like, you're such a dork. That, that was so awkward. And you made me, like, the cashier was expecting more. And I, I kind of let him down. Why? Hey, that was it. Hey. He was like, oh, let me see your scar. And I'm like, yeah, it's a baby scar. There's no explanation needed. Okay. You are being <laughs> just, you. That was that was. I just thought it was uh, hilarious. That's awesome. I, I love putting people making the, and like complete strangers feel a little awkward. But he oh, I love with doing it. that too. I do it all the he time. He rolled with it. Yeah. He was like social club. He's like, so do you guys meet on Tuesdays? I was like, yep. He's like, yep. oh. He's like, that's it. I'm like, yeah, that's it. We just we just meet up. That's it. You know, I'm gonna tell it. you, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we carry. I should have told him we carry knives. You know. <laughs> yeah but no that's it that's it for plastic uh confession well for my nasty nate's dirty tricks i kind of cheated so i had the dirty trick oh you cheater i had it figured out before we had figured out what we were going to talk about today so it's kind of the same thing but oh. it's it's uh you're double having, dipping it's having uh listening to music so i was going to say you know why you're creating shots for me yeah. I love having music on the background. It's almost a must. I got to have something. I can't just be totally silent. Yeah, yeah. I, I get lost in my own head. And I got to have something. That's crazy. I think I got to have something that has, I have music on. So I feel like I'm progressing. And it's almost like I ride through the music train in my head yeah. and like, oh. okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. You know, it's almost well, like some little cha cha steps there, huh? Yeah. You're following the beats and you're kind of <laughs> like, okay, now I'm going to put this like one, here. two, three. Oh, a little spin yeah. move. Dun, dun, dun. Your wife yeah. peeks in. Let she's me, like, me, is he dancing in there? I'm going to dip Batman right here. Oh, oh <laughs> bam, it's done. So find some music that you like, or maybe it's listening, to, you know, watching a movie. Find something that keeps your mind distracted so that you can focus oh, on what it is you're trying to focus on. So That's, it's yeah, kind of like a, the same thing that I talked a about. A good earlier. distraction bit that kind of keeps you focused because yeah, music, yeah, music is your creativity. Yeah, music does definitely encourage creativity. I, it's hard for me to put something like my wife's really good about throwing a movie on and then like doing some, you know, doing something, some work, right. Whether it's, yeah. I don't know, whatever you, you think about it, you, you fill in the blank. It's like Mad Libs. My wife puts on a movie, fill in the lit, fill in the blank. And I put on a movie and I'm sitting there like a dummy and I'm watching the whole freaking thing. And then I was like, Oh, I was supposed to. Yeah. I'm like watching paint dry. I'm like, come on, sea biscuit. You're supposed to be out the, out the <laughs> go on out the freaking door like you're supposed to have all these orders done you're sitting there like flies on crap like just and i'm like okay i always i can't put a movie on because i get too into it uh and some that's the trouble sometimes with watching streams i get 
too involved in the chat or mm -hmm. if I'm watching past streams, I'm so into their conversation. So a lot of times it, it could be a podcast where it's just audio and there's no visual because obviously visuals really distract me. Um, or if it's been like something I've watched a thousand times and I really don't care and I can like just recite the lines, you know, things like that. But yeah, I think having some type of um, what catalyst that can get you to that flow state. Yep. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, just awesome. recognize what it is that gets you there, whether it's music or whether it's yeah sitting in utter silence, which it sounds like for prime. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Come on, uh, Sea Biscuit. <laughs> cheering on Sea Biscuit. If that's what gets you going, then uh, you know, just do that. Oh, but find no. something that encourages that creativity. Hey, whatever it is, and calling people by the wrong name. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Sharing your social club tips with complete strangers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Doing something like that. You know, whatever it is that gets your your motorboat going. Well, <laughs> well, the, you kind of cheated, but. Uh, we appreciate the tip, Nasty Nate. So thanks for sharing that with us. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode. Again, you guys have been blowing us away with all the support. I can't say it enough. I have to say it every single episode where we're going to be working on a, a segment towards the end where we're going to spotlight. Yes. Uh, I think one, we're, we're each going to pick somebody in the community where, man, they're, you know, like one that comes to my mind is like, uh, grumps you know bat force grumps he's always showing us support he's always mm -hmm. putting us on blast on a, on a good note you know he's and like what better way to to give credit back where we're, we want to spend some a little bit of a spotlight on them and and get listeners to follow their page and, and right you know push that support back on that that side yeah, Grumps, you are the, the real MVP, man. I say this all the time, and I tell you when you DM me, but nothing that you do goes unnoticed. We see it all. We appreciate all We're of it. We're constantly watching you is what Nate yeah, is trying I'm to watching you so constantly, Grumps, every single movie back. you make, so don't fuck up next time, okay? Get no, it right. But, <laughs> no, we really appreciate you, Grumps. You're, you're an amazing guy. You've been a supporter from day one. And even He's an okay that, guy. I don't want to say amazing. Okay, he's an okay guy. Hey, he folds his pizza the right way. That's what I appreciate. He All right, eat then it he with gets... a fork and a knife. Uh, yeah, who eats pizza with a fork and a knife? That's, That's some freaking weirdos. Weirdo. Oh, and who does that what? on a live stream? That's even that? more weird. That's weird. So see, Bat Forge Grumps eats his pizza the right way. A thousand <laughs> points to him. He's going to be entered to win a brand new car. Then. If, if Sonny was here, plus 16,375 points for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes that's awesome um so thanks guys i've been your host josh aka prime to the first you can follow me on instagram twitter and facebook and i have been nate aka figure fan underscore nate you can follow me on instagram facebook and tiktok thanks again guys you have been listening to the figure booth